So we should just start. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I know. It's um, like now we like don't know what to say. I know. I'm like, wait, how did I start liking Marvel movies? I don't remember like, anymore. I was like, how do we talk nerd? Like, what yeah. do we do? Um, <laughs> for those joining us, um, I'm Hannah. I'm Ahona. And this is the Nerd Confessionals, our first episode. Though for the both of us, I feel like this is like our hundredth, just because we constantly talk about this stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, um, Clubhouse was like us training for a podcast, honestly. Yeah. So that's like our little, you know, meet cute. We met on <laughs> Clubhouse, um, and we we met a lot of people through Clubhouse. But I think Ahon and I just realized we had a lot in common when it came to our interests. Yeah. Uh, among other things, and we're like, um, we like talking about this a lot. Let's start a podcast like everyone else and their brother. Like, why not? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, we first started out in, like, the public rooms just talking, and I think we both realized we have the same interests, and then I just started pulling you into private rooms to talk literally about, like, I don't know, a Marvel show or a movie or, like, Johnny Depp specifically is the example I'm thinking of right now. I feel like we talked about him for, like, hours. Yeah, um, and, and and to those who are wondering what we were talking about, clearly of the case between Johnny Depp and his ex, Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Um so we have a lot to say about on that. And I think we'll have an episode on that as well. But we definitely have to do proper research on that. Because um, <laughs> it's a lot. But it's yeah. kind of funny because like when I met you, like, I don't know, like everyone thinks I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not confident, but I'm also really in- easily intimidated and shy. So like, mm-hmm. I would get excited meeting like other people who are interested in what I'm, but especially like other brown people and brown girls. Like, yeah, you know, it's not as common, at least for me you know, where I grew up in Northern Virginia, it wasn't as common. Yeah. But like, when you would invite me to rooms and all, I'd be like, oh my God, I think she like likes you. She thinks I'm cool. <laughs> like, this is exciting. Oh my God. Like, no, I know. And I feel like I felt the same way. And I mean, we'll, we'll probably get into this, but mm-hmm. whenever I wanted to talk about nerdy things like Star Wars or Marvel or whatever, and it, mm-hmm. I was just talking to like a bunch of guys, I felt like I had to be super careful about what I said. If I said one thing wrong, then like, you know, I would be called like a fake fan or just like, you know, bandwagoner or whatever, just because like I'm a girl. Um, and I feel like you're like the first girl that I met in like a long time who like I have so much in common with not only just when it comes to movies and TV shows but just like our upbringings and stuff are so similar too and so I feel like a lot of our experiences when it came to talking about movies or anything nerdy were probably super similar so like I mean absolutely like I think it's also kind of sad but in a weird way that like it took us so long in the sense of you know growing up it would have been great to have friends when you were younger especially Mm -hmm. when like all these like I feel like the you know granted there's so many great films and projects coming out for the you know people who love Star Wars and Marvel and DC but like even growing up like it would have been great to know so many people like us that were fans but it was mostly like I was like a tag along like I would hang Mm -hmm. out with my brother maybe who was like a nerd or like so my big brother was into Star Wars and stuff Mm -hmm. but my younger brother was like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, anime, everything. And we're all three years apart. So I think I got closer to my younger brother because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did have some friends who were into what I'm into. But like, 
it just I'm not saying I was obsessive but it's like you just didn't they didn't get the excitement that I had so then thankfully I don't know about you but like around 2008 and stuff like right after high school for me um it was Tumblr like I finally Mm -hmm. met those people but it was through online which is again it's great but I feel like and maybe people don't notice but when you're like a person of color predominantly with like an Asian background or or, you know a first generation you know like Mm -hmm. it makes a difference when you meet someone who's interested in what you're interested in because like I have I love like you know the people I grew up with in my family but Mm -hmm. a lot of them like would just like oh that's henna she's known for movies and film and I'm like cool yeah do you want to talk about it and they'll be like no just tell me what movie to watch and I'm like okay never mind yeah (laughs) like like, you know what I mean yeah so it's exciting with Clubhouse and I met so many more daisies which is awesome because though where I grew up it's you know it's ubiquitous there's so many daisies Mm -hmm. um it's hard to connect with a lot of people because the interests are interests are still so limited and I don't want to say that's anyone's fault, but it could be because of environment and just the way we grew up. And there's right. not a lot of people that are like me and my siblings specifically, you know? So yeah. Clubhouse kind of expanded that. And it's just kind of funny because like, I also noticed this pattern that like, you know, and I've noticed this with like really privileged people, predominantly white people. I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. offensive, anyone who's white listening. <laughs> but like they get to express themselves and what they wear and like do, right? So you'd be like, oh, she's right. a total goth. She must, or like, oh, she's a complete like anime freak. She must have like good info on anime, etc. Mm-hmm. For me, we don't we don't really grow up that way. I'm not saying my parents restricted me from expressing myself, but it wasn't that easy when I went like shopping to Hot Topic and I wanted to wear like my favorite anime shirt. My mom would be like, "No, like right. we're not gonna do that." Right? Yeah. So, um, I, I I had that stereotypical like those moments where people were like, because I didn't look a certain way and I, I dressed very feminine or maybe the way it came off, like, they'd be like, oh, you're into that? Like, I had no idea. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I have to do or, like, portray to you without even saying a word that, oh, now, you know, I'm into, like, video games or, or you know, anime or, like, you know, Marvel. Like, so that's kind of annoying. But now, obviously, it's in fashion. But at right. the same time, there are levels of interest. And so when I met you among the friends that we have in our chat groups, like, we're not only just we love it, but we can talk hours on end about it. Yeah, I feel like I had a similar experience just with even though I went to I grew up in Oakland, there were a lot of non brown like my type of or our type of brown people Mm -hmm. um, like that I grew up with. So I already felt just kind of out of place like in school and like actually the places where I first was exposed to Marvel in any form was at the Scholastic Book Fair where there was just like so many like I mean we see memes about this all the time where everybody's just like yeah that's the first place I wanted to steal something from because that's exactly (laughs) how I felt like just surrounded by books and comics and like anything you could read and I'd be sitting there just like so just you know intrigued by these comics and I'd want to read them and that yeah that was like the first place I started reading comics um but I also didn't have, I don't have any brothers. Um, all of my close cousins are mostly women. So mm-hmm. I didn't really have anyone I could just like tag along um, and get some insight into like that whole world. So I feel like I was still intimidated by it even when I was when I was younger. Um, and it's interesting, you, you mentioned 2008. I thought you were going to say that was when Iron Man came out. Um, because it was, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say like, I personally was so excited when Iron Man came out, but I had nobody to share that excitement with. I watched it with my parents. 
Um, but you know, like you said, like in our culture, it's not like it, people would look at us as like, oh, she's the girl who's like really into movies. So if you want movie recommendations, like whatever, yeah. but it's not like I had anyone to discuss like one scene with for hours and hours. And I was also like in eighth grade or seventh grade or eighth, yeah, eighth, eighth or seventh grade. I can't remember mm-hmm. um, when it came out. So I was just like, you know, still trying to process a lot of things. And it really wasn't until a couple of years ago, like right after Infinity War came out that I actually mm-hmm. felt comfortable talking for just a really long time about all of those movies and all the characters because I felt like that was when it was coming into fashion and um, a lot of my girlfriends who had never even watched a Marvel movie like wanted to talk about them with me and like get started and wanted to know how to get started and all of that and we've talked about this before where you know we see a lot of our friends just kind of jump in on like the Marvel bandwagon and it one makes us really happy because like this is something we've loved for so long but mm-hmm. had no one to talk about with but also it's kind of like okay, like you're posting a lot about this and that, but you don't know like a lot of the stuff that we know about, which like yeah. is fine. But like, it just, I don't know. It, it doesn't make me feel mad or anything, but it just kind of makes me just, I don't know what the emotion is when no, I see I, that. <laughs> I completely understand that. And like, you know, I know we talk about people, like we hate it when people gatekeep and stuff, exactly. but I understand the possession and like, look, it's almost like, look what we had to go through. And oh, now it's like, it's like a it's, it's cool to like these yeah things. yeah and it's and it's also like really basic at times like you know you meet those people like it's like kind of when you're on the dating apps and mm-hmm. they're like you see this guy and he's like yeah I'm into Game of Thrones I'm like okay let me talk to him yeah and then you're just like oh you just watch it like, you're like yeah you know what it, I mean like yeah I, I think we're allowed to be a little picky and I'm not saying that you know and I have a couple friends who are very it's very basic they're just watching it you know they don't need to care about the universe they don't need to know about theories whatever mm-hmm. but I, I do like it is it gets awkward when they're like kind of looking at you funny when you start talking like in yeah. detail or theories and I'm just like okay I'm just gonna stop like I'm just gonna yeah. pretend like at least you like it and it's fine but yeah it does get a little like oh you're, she's wearing this like really cool Marvel t-shirt she must be a huge fan it's like the whole you know thing with the guys in the band t-shirts yeah. they're like oh do you really listen to ACDC yeah well I think sometimes I'll say oh did you really like do you really know about Loki like yeah, you know like, about his lore like <laughs> <laughs> exactly you're like um name all of his ex-girlfriends that were actually him like, like it's just but no, I, I and I completely understand and it, it's just it, it's fine like I, I you know if I have to I'll call someone out but it's funny the most like awkward moments I've had with people and like uh uncomfortable discussions are usually with guys if anything girls most of them will just shut up and listen and even I will because I don't know everything right. but like I like side story I posted there's like a whole like and we talked about this there's this whole discourse about um Usagi from Sailor Moon who is Sailor Mm -hmm. Moon and uh Goku from Dragon Ball Z about how like Sailor Moon would incinerate Dragon Balls uh Goku right and it's kind of like canon um and it's also like there's so many huge discussion theories on Reddit and like tiktok and twitter that yeah pretty much usagi aka sailor moon would destroy goku because she is really powerful we haven't really witnessed it a lot in the anime uh series um but in the mangas it's there she has gone to the point where she's restored universes and etc and she's even died and come back to life and Mm -hmm. so i just it was a jokey like um meme tiktok that i posted and this person that like i knew um and it's unfortunate because they know I love to discuss this stuff. But mm-hmm. he 
responded like jokes like that's all he said was jokes and i'm like yeah i was like lol you know usagi would crush goku and all i get is this like three paragraph tangent which i would have taken if it wasn't so condescending and like aggressive which it was period i can i i've had discussions with even worse like incels etc not to say he's an insult i'm just saying i've had worse discussions but like it just sucked because then i was already in a mood so Mm -hmm. i started off with lol it's just a joke and then i kind of just like said some you know backup notes with it being like this is what i think i'm not that hardcore about this but i would think that usagi would crush goku Mm-hmm. And then he writes back something, but then the last sentence he says is like, see, you know what? Actually, never mind. I take it back. You said LOL, it's just a joke. So now I'm just not in the mood to discuss this. And I'm like, oh my God. Just, like, what? Yeah. Like, why are you so mad? And it's insane that like it's almost as if it felt like, and I'm not saying maybe that wasn't his intention, but I've I've had these conversations before. It's like I'm not allowed to like this. And I'm and if I right. do like it, I have to know every little thing. Right. And that if I'm, I'm not even allowed to have an opinion. I have to be wrong. I'm not, I was never saying that like I was factually right here or mm-hmm. whatever, but like, that's the thing that I felt like I was lucky, you know? And like, again, I, I want to know more about how it is for you because for me, it's like, I had two brothers who were into like, you know, the star Wars, whatever. So I've had this like right. gate that was open for me to bring me in deeper. Right. And so then I felt comfortable having discussions with people and stuff. But I can only imagine, like, how was it for you? Like, you were saying it wasn't until much later, which I feel like Infinity War only just came out, that you <laughs> finally got comfortable. Like, yeah. you know, and, like, how was that for you? Yeah, and I'll say that my experience that, like, made me feel more comfortable just, like, nerding out um, about Marvel actually also happened because of a guy who was talking to me about this stuff and, like, but he approached this conversation so differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was at my last company I was working with. I was really close to my coworkers. A, a few of us were like around the same age. And mm-hmm. we all were like, it was really weird. So like my team was like sitting basically on the basement of our office and everybody else's team was like upstairs. And so me and my team, like I said, all of us were like around the same age. We got really, really close. And just we would just talk about like current events and stuff. And um, it was interesting because the the friend that I'm talking about is definitely like more conservative than me and like I wouldn't say he's like I don't think he's not a Republican but he's just more conservative and he's like he will say that like readily um (laughs) and so whenever we talked about like people getting canceled or anything like that I I felt like I would get really mad at him at first because he would just offer a perspective that I was just like no like this person is absolute garbage like we can't support them and then he would be like oh well what about like this thing or whatever and like give another perspective and I would just get really mad at him because I grew up just like like I said in Oakland very liberal place like right next to Berkeley and then I went Mm. to small liberal arts college and so just like I was destined to also sorry there's somebody vacuuming in the background you can probably hear it no I Um, don't hear it you're good (laughs) um no but I was just like destined to just like be this like hardcore liberal or whatever and it was interesting because most of the things we talked about in that basement it was movies and celebrities and things like that. And as much as I didn't want to admit it for a while, I felt like it was actually kind of nice to hear his perspective on certain things because it's not like he was just like, you know, this horrible like Trump supporter. Like, he was still like, a, like he would consider himself a Democrat, but he just like was slightly more conservative mm-hmm. um, when it came to just like certain like, I don't know, I guess like social perspectives and things like that. Um, so eventually we started talking about Marvel 
and X-Men. So just like not just the Marvel Cinematic Universe, just Marvel in general. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying like, yeah, I was really into the comics at one point, like elementary, middle school. And then I stopped reading them because um, I got busy with high school and like my image and all of that. Like, <laughs> and then and um, I watched like I'd watched like most of the Marvel movies at that point. But honestly, like I hadn't really felt like I'd seen the importance of a lot of them. Like I didn't like Doctor Strange when I first watched it. And then after Infinity War, I... Um, I decided that I actually needed to go back and watch Doctor Strange and I like loved it the second time I watched it and so we were talking about things like that and it's funny because like he would definitely consider himself a nerd like he during when the Game of Thrones finale was happening he had created like a scroll like an invite to watch the finale and he put it on a scroll and like wrote everybody's name like he put like lady ahona house of i forgot what he said like west hollywood or something like that Wait, that's where that's I lived. yeah it was really really cute um so he and he has never been ashamed of his nerdiness or anything like that so he wasn't like oh i had an image to protect in high school so he got to nerd out about all of these things and um like the things that i just mentioned earlier and um also he's a guy so that helps um and he's a white guy so it's not like he had all of like the same like pressures on top of him that like basically just would make him think he you know couldn't be a nerd at any point in his life um but he brought in the marvel encyclopedia to work one day and he told me that i could borrow it and just like keep it for however long i needed to so like i it was like perfect timing because I ended up getting sick like it was pre-COVID so don't worry I did not have COVID but I ended up getting <laughs> sick and I like had this encyclopedia so I like was at home for a few days and I decided to just rewatch all the movies in like chronological order and um, while watching them pause and then go to like the encyclopedia and look into like you know basically what the comics had said about every character even like minor characters that showed up like in the movies and things like that and that was really really just nice for me because if I didn't have that encyclopedia I would have had to just and if I really was this invested I would have had to literally read every comic on every character um so like I feel like he knew that I was interested and the encyclopedia was like an easy way for me to like get whatever background information I needed and like be excited about like the upcoming movies because this was like before Captain Marvel and Endgame and um, Mm -hmm. the Spider-Man movie came out so it was yeah that got me like really excited and made me feel more comfortable talking about Marvel specifically which like I know I've talked about Marvel a lot already and just for everyone that's listening we're not just going to talk about Marvel on this podcast. Yeah don't worry guys we just just geek over it more. Yeah this is just the thing that like brought us together first I think (laughs) Um, but yeah that made me way more comfortable talking about it because like I said he is somebody who probably knew everything there was to know about Marvel in general and he was mm-hmm. very non-judgmental and like wanted to help me learn about it and that that was really good for me I think um and like in gaining more confidence in talking about things and like admitting if I don't know like the entire story of like you know a certain character or whatever because mm-hmm. honestly it kind of is close to impossible to know every single thing about like the main characters we see Absolutely. on these movies and tv shows like they come back to life they die and there's like you know a new version of them and it's there's so many different storylines it's it's it can be pretty impossible but yeah and i think that's so cool because you know like i can i would only i can only imagine how it would have been like for me if I didn't have my, my brothers. Granted, there are things I'm interested that neither of my brothers are into, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like, 
for me, my younger brother, um, he's like, he's, I think your age, he's 20, turning 28 this year, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm 26. Uh, Okay, so you're a baby, but still. <laughs> um, but I kind of, and that's what I also like is that though we have like, you know, four or five years apart, five years apart, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's still so much in common. Right. But for my little brother, like, he he is like my version of the encyclopedia. Like, I would literally mm-hmm. ask him anything and he would somehow know. There were moments, and what I do admire because a lot of people, I don't want to say just guys, but most of the time it's guys, mm-hmm. that when I would ask them a question, it was dead obvious that they didn't know the answer, but for some reason would say this like, roundabout answer where they would still they think they sounded smart and they think they answered and I'm like you could have just said you don't know or you're not as well informed because I say that too I wish I knew everything but there's too much so like but most of the time like my brother you know would just kind of be like oh you know like this is what this anime is about or this is who the character is in Marvel world like he should be in it more like especially with X-Men growing up with X-Men you know like I remember going to the theaters to see these films and it's so cool because we had the animated series growing up and the same with Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Which if you ever get a chance, anyone listening, even you, Ahona, if you haven't watched it, the animated series of X-Men and Spider-Man that were out in the nineties are mm-hmm. probably some of like, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched, was it on Cartoon Network? Potentially. Um, actually, I think it was on Fox. Oh, okay. uh, fo- yeah, oh you know like what was... you're right of course it was on fox though yeah yeah um, um yeah, never mind I but you know like, i was i mean i was so young so i can only imagine you know but like um my, i remember like going to see the first spider-man in theaters it was my dad my brother and i and like you said i didn't have a lot of like friends and then i think it wasn't until the avengers movie properly came out the first one that like I had friends and like that were interested in watching and then my brother's friends so we literally bought like it was a time where we couldn't really buy tickets ahead of time and if we did we we didn't have reserved seating so I would buy mm-hmm. like 10 tickets and it was like exciting and we had to get to the theater early to get good seats oh like I I like missed that because then I think by the time like the second Avengers came around like reserved seating whatever so like everyone yeah. would just meet up so like the excitement of waiting in line wasn't there anymore right but yeah like it was a big deal to go with my little brother who to this day is a number one spider-man fan like and, mm-hmm. and i like seeing that because it's like he was that little kid who wore spider-man underwear and now he's like oh i can compare like four or five different spider-mans now and see who's better oh my you know? god yeah and, that's, and that's what i loved right so like to see that movie with him and then me seeing it and like you're gonna think it's amazing the first time you watch it mm-hmm. and obviously we've been blessed with cgi really good writing <laughs> really good actors like no shame to toby right like, it had its moments but when you rewatch spider-man you're like oh it's okay like yeah. and it's fine like i i think i hate that spider-man has been remade so many times but each of them have had their like they have they're all good f- for one or two things each and you know we can talk about that one day about who's the best spider-man whatever but right you know I can only imagine like, you know, not having friends like that was me for a while too. Right. And like, but at least I had my brother. So it's kind of cool that, you know, you luckily had a friend who was like, listen, I'm not going to sit around and tell you everything, but here's a really good book that could help you, you Uh, know? Yeah. Honestly, for a while, I've wanted to just buy that encyclopedia because it's not as expensive as I had thought. And I just kind of was like, but do I really need like so many comics here now? But like, I think that depending on how we decide to like you know switch this podcast like with the episodes we talk about and stuff mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and depending on honestly how low-key goes like we have an episode coming out tonight I mean for me I might stay up because it'll, it'll be at midnight for me I know for you oh, aren't you be, lucky I know it's it'll 3 a.m. for me yeah in 12 hours for you <laughs> yeah. um 
or for me actually no not 12 hours i keep we keep getting the time different stuff like i know up. we're literally by the way i'm in new york and she's in california and yeah we're still like i'm yeah. still like yeah i'm three hours ahead or behind i like yeah. i don't know i know i was like oh do you want to record at 1 p.m and you're like that's 10 a.m for me and i was like i was a little bit tipsy too when when we were texting and i was like wait i i think that's 4 p.m for you i'm so confused <laughs> oh man and i was like oh shit yeah and it's just funny because like i had a job like years ago where like we needed to know the time differences and i was so good at it and now right. like i know that there's a three hour difference i just don't know which way it goes yeah no <laughs> so I, I, like, oh. I feel that um but yeah. i think that i will get the encyclopedia because i, I think, think that would be fun yeah, yeah i think it would, and especially having seen like the post credit scene for the last loki episode I, I really feel like I need to do some reading. Same, I like same because I still well. So the one thing I know, and we can obviously talk about this when we go into Loki more, is that what's going on in Loki is not. There's not really like a. They're not following a specific comic right. storyline, which I think is interesting. That's their own take, but I still want to know exactly about you know the time variant and all of that. Um, but is that the encyclopedia that like I always see at Barnes and Noble, like Probably. the big one? Okay. It's like there's like it's literally called the Marvel Encyclopedia. Yeah, and then it was I, it says like it was updated in like 2010 or something. Or oh, shit. I hope it was after 2010. I need to look I it hope up. So too, that's a lot to happen yeah, since. Because I always see that one, and then I see the Batman Encyclopedia, and another huge superhero that I I grew 100 more so than Marvel. Batman was number one in my house, like. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and I could talk about the Dark Knight series and and Michael Keaton's Batman Forever, which maybe we will. Yeah, and it'll be cool if you're not that like into it. I can get you into it. No, it'll be a great series. Literally, I was gonna say, oh no, the Marvel Encyclopedia. It says new edition. I don't know why I imagine it said 2010. It just says new edition with an introduction by Stan Lee. Um, that's well, let's the see how updated it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in terms of Batman, I don't know as much about I yeah I'll admit I don't know as much about Batman um or like DC in general other than the Flash that was like my main like yeah character that I was obsessed with. Dude this with. gets me excited because <laughs> I'm like we'll just have a series of episodes where like I'll talk about it and you can ask questions and oh yeah because I there's just like a, so much of Batman especially within the comics and I don't you know there's one thing that the DC comics did which is very controversial for many fans is that they kind of revamped a few years back and they're they're the new 52 mm-hmm. DC comics so technically like I can get you into them right now um with this new 52 so it's like they're right. like like you know like Marvel and other comic universes it's an alternate universe but they're restarting a lot of storylines and I actually really like it I know a lot of people don't but like I think it's really good and mm-hmm. we'll go into one day as to why I think this one's better than maybe what the original like you know story was. So it's it's kind of good timing for you in my opinion. So yeah. we can like definitely discuss that in the future. Yeah. But yeah, like um, clearly, as you guys see, that we have a lot of topics <laughs> planned. This is just us trying to like you know us getting on our own vibe here, but you trying to get you guys trying to get on our vibe. Um, this is our first podcast, so please be gentle with us. You know, we mm-hmm. wanted to keep it short and sweet, but. If there's any suggestions that you guys have, we'll share it on our um, Instagram as well, which is at the Nerd Confessionals. Um, anything you guys like, we will talk about pop culture as well. Like, yeah, there's so many things that, like, unfortunately, our favorites have done in the past, like Robert Downey Jr. sneaking into someone's house and falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we want to talk about stuff from the '90s and '80s where these people are still around today, and we would love to like um, expand on their uh, background and pop how pop culture was back then. Like, I feel like 
it's kind of died out here. Right. Like it, it lives for like 24 hours, and then it's gone. Right. Um, so yeah, we have a lot planned to discuss. Yeah. And a lot of my friends um, that I've talked to about the podcast are really excited. And one of the first things they'll say is, oh, I don't know that much about movies or TV shows. And I'm excited to learn like from you guys. And um, that makes me really excited because like I said, like we're not trying to gatekeep anything. And I will be the first to admit if I don't know about a certain topic. And likewise. Yeah. And so I yeah, I'm just really excited to like hear what people have to say. Um, like after this episode or after any future episodes, like any questions, um, like Hannah said, you can message us on our Instagram. Should we give like a, should we mention what other topics we might discuss? In the next um, sure. What do you want? What do you want to message? <laughs> well, I was thinking we were talking about this. Uh, Hona was saying we should talk Bollywood. And that's one thing right. where I know very, very basic Bollywood, which is like 90s, 2000s peak Bollywood. So like, What's exciting for you, Ahona, is that I'm still very new to this. So, like, to the new Bollywood because I'm so picky. So, like, I can't wait to discuss, like, current events in Bollywood because there's so much drama right now. But also just, like, the last 10 years have had ups and downs with film. But I know that there's some good ones out there. I just, like, I have to be patient and listen to, you know, the fans like you to tell me, like, which one's a good film to watch, you know? Right. I feel like we have a lot we can talk about with Bollywood. Like, not even just, like, current events that are occurring but just like the concept of Bollywood and like maybe how it even like relates to why we like certain like movies or tv shows and why we don't for sure or like how we treat celebrity and like all of that um yeah I have a lot to say about Bollywood especially because I've just been binging a lot of Bollywood movies lately um all the period pieces especially like this is a whole other topic but I'm about to go to law school um and I specifically want to get into entertainment law and I've met a lot of really cool people in entertainment on clubhouse and also people in law and Mm both in entertainment law as well um and the thing that comes up a lot is how we need more South Asians in entertainment and I like have always agreed with that and I it's really cool watching like these period pieces and like Bollywood movies and things like that because there are still so many historic stories that haven't been told yet and I just watched like I mentioned before Bajiram Mastani and I was like oh my god this was a crazy movie then I google it and I see like basically the entire premise of the movie actually all happened in real life like these two characters had the same story in real life and I'm just like how many other stories are there that, you know, that could be told? And, you know, that's like a whole other thing we could do another episode on. No, absolutely. (laughs) That was like the one for the reason why I watched it is because I heard it was a true story. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm, 100%. There are so many stories that are not told, even historically, when it comes to partition, etc. Like, Mm -hmm. some of these movies haven't portrayed it properly. And like, hopefully we can do that in the future because there's so many creatives and that's the perk of all the people that we met on clubhouse like ahona said so many creatives within our community but we're just still so limited and held back um it's wild right. yeah um, so yeah, we'll like, definitely discuss that at some point mm-hmm. we'll discuss the marvel shows um, i think like so um, we're, we're gonna talk about like a24 films and, yeah, and their fans their fan um, base we're not hardcore um, about hating on them. We're fans no. as well. But the stands can be a bit much. Yeah. Uh, We're going to just talk about, like Hannah said, just things our favorite celebrities did back in the day that maybe we didn't, you didn't know about. We maybe we'll just be finding out about some of these things. Exactly. Too. Um, and we also want to do a series on whether certain actors or actresses are actually good actors, um, both from the perspective of like, oh, do we hate on this person too much? And are they actually a good actor or... Do we hype this person up too much and 
they're actually not that great of an actor absolutely so. we'll have an in-depth look into jake gyllenhaal jennifer lawrence mm-hmm. all these people that do you know if we love or hate them you'll only find out when you listen <laughs> to the episode <laughs> um but yeah i think like we should wrap up we could we thought we would just do like a little short introduction um and then definitely like next episode it'll be more in-depth um and we'll preview the topic as to what we're going to talk about me and Ahona mm-hmm. are going to figure that out but i think we'll do this like weekly for you guys or maybe even twice a week who knows mm-hmm. we talk a lot so yeah it'll depend on our mood it, like true <laughs> we might want to record an episode a day but i don't want to promise that so exactly yeah um because we have a lot going on but we yeah. just thought this is something fun that we could do on the side once in a while and you know even if we have one two or any listeners out there it would mean so much to us and for us to keep going agreed all um, right all well, right thank you for listening and thank we, you we will or you will we'll see an- us, hear us in the next episode. <laughs> we'll have an outro in the future. We're still yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. Maybe All we'll right. throw something in. We'll see. We'll be a surprise well, for later. True, true. Ahona <laughs> got some talent, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, y'all have a great, God, I don't know when we're going to release this, but let's just say hypothetically a great weekend. Yeah, and summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's summer. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.